What's up, y'all? How are you doing? Thanks for clicking. Welcome to another episode of Gut Instincts Podcast, where I am the voice behind this podcast, this show. I am RJ. Hello. I love you. How you doing? Hey, thanks for checking it out. Uh, if you are a return listener, um, thank you. I appreciate it. You guys really are like, you push me to further uh keep on going with with this vision and this idea that uh was birthed a little over a year ago now and you know just to take it by by the by the straps and just to to ride it out right um so cool yeah welcome this is the podcast. This is my podcast. Um, if you haven't checked out the past episodes, you can do so. Um, what else? There's some writings on my website. You can also see that, gutinsixpodcast.com. Or if you're on that already, then obviously you should already know that. So, yeah, well, here we are. And we're doing a special episode of Gut Instincts Podcast. It's not going to be that long. It's going to be a little bit. It's just going to be sort of, um, you know, just sort of a, uh, not a banter, but a chat about, a chat about diet, right? About Crohn's, about the gut. And if you're thinking, well, you already talked about this. Well, that's the whole point, right? Because there's so much information, there's so much to go through that, uh, yeah, this is going to be a forever thing. So, <laughs> so if you're not into gut microbes and learning about healing and, um, you know, a little bit of wellness, spirituality thrown in there, um, I don't know. If you're just not digging it, well, then you could totally move on. But if you are, then... Hang in there. This episode's going to be pretty rad. Uh, I just got out of the hospital um, yesterday. So I was admitted and um, I was diagnosed with a, um, with a, um, what's the name? Hold on. We've got it right here. Okay, the Mallory Weiss tear tear Mallory Weiss so Mallory Weiss tear is basically a rip or a tear in your esophagus right so you have your throat digestion as I'm pretty sure I said it before starts in the mouth starts with the saliva starts with the chewing it starts with aroma actually if you really want to get down to the nitty-gritty and the weird science shit about it it actually starts with your scent, um, your eyes and your nose, because those are your first to receive the uh, the the essence, right, of of whatever it is that you're about to consume. So, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this, but like, have you ever been? Has anyone ever cooked food, um, 
maybe you were so hungry or it was just so delicious or it smelt so delicious that you actually started to salivate. Um, <laughs> that's actually one of the funniest things. So a lot of times if I'm cooking something uh, that's, you know, just smells amazing and, you know, maybe I'm really hungry or something, uh, <laughs> I'll be sort of sauteing and as I'm sauteing, there's just drool, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just pooling in my mouth. <laughs> um, kombucha does that too. Um, kombucha does that too. I don't know if it's the activation or sort of the waking up of the uh, microbial life, right? Um, that sort of gets everything awake and gets everything moving. I don't really know, but um, but that's where it does start. And I know, you know, lear learning about celiac and sort of a, like a, a gluten intolerance, which again, I'm not sure if it's the I think I've said this before. I don't think it's the gluten. Um, I'm sort of sort of leaning towards it being the glyphosate um, because it's not just the glyphosate that they use um, to spray, right? So, so yeah. Um, So basically, we're we're just gonna try to go with it. Um, whenever people are sort of around, I always kind of get a little thrown off because then I hear lots of noises and all that. So, just bear with me, all right? Bear with me, bear with me with the fucking interruptions and whatever bullshit. We're just gonna go with it because it, honestly, it's just been it's been too long. We've been, you know, it's been. I had actually a great show that uh, that was already put up. It's actually up on YouTube. So if you want, go check it out. Uh, it's on the Gutnessy Podcast channel. So, all right. See, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. That was just a quick, um, <clears throat> quick interlude, or uh, yeah, a little distraction. But that's okay. We're back now. Um, and of course, I lost my train of thought. So. I apologize. Apologize. All right. So, Mallory Weiss tear. Uh, that's what happened to me. Um, they call it ratcheting when you ratchet when you throw up violently. Uh, I lost a lot of blood in that way, and um, yeah, it was really rough. And when this happens it kind of throws a damper on things because as somebody with Crohn's, I'm already sort of on the limited end of stored fat, stored nutrients, right? Stored nutrients, nutrients get stored in your triglycerides, right? The energy, the energy is in the fat. Yes, that's right, my friends. But interestingly enough, carbohydrates convert to triglycerides. Triglycerides get stored into fat cells. The fat cells can be held and used when needed. So when we think about diets and we think about keto diets, right? Ketones is, uh, don't quote me, but um, well, my understanding is it's the energy from the stored fats. So basically the ketosis diet or being in ketosis is basically your body isn't using the energy or getting energy from nutrients, vitamins, minerals that's coming from food rather 
the stored energy, right? So you give it limit a limited amount of new new fuel and you let the body utilize what fuel is on the body. Now, that is great and a lot of people are having wonderful um wonderful effects on their body and and it's a great idea. I mean, to me it's it's it just makes sense that if you have extra stored fat, um you can use it up. You don't have to. Again, it's like we all sort of have different body structures. Um, if if you know me, I'm a littler dude, right? About 5'5", five five, or maybe 5'6", on a good day, or shorter if you're going to be a stickler and call me a liar. Hey, but I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> what I mean is being a shorter, smaller stature human being... Um, you know, it, you don't need much, right? Much insulation. I mean, fat is pretty much insulation, right? It's, it's the insulator to our body. So, I mean, we need it to protect what's there, but we don't need to be engulfed by it, which is what overweight is, which is, and nobody likes to be that. I mean, regardless of how I hear a lot of people just saying, like, people choose to overeat and all that and that's a load of fucking bullshit and excuse my f-bombs i'm just i get a little frustrated um when i hear other people who aren't very uh, understanding of other people's situations you know and it's like if you haven't gone and walked and experienced what they have then you should probably refrain from sort of those uh those judgmental comments or ideas. And and I say that, and it's sort of a perfect segue into the next part of this episode. Um, because, like, you don't need to hear about the shit that I went through. Um, well, you will, but I'm, I'm saying, okay. So here's the, here's the segue. Hang in with me if you want, right? Here's the segue into what I was going to say. And it's like... I, I whenever I get sick, uh, especially now, um, I I love to share it with all of you, right? I want to share it, and I want to let you know how I'm feeling, how I got there, what my plans are, and that sort of thing. Just what's in my heart. And one thing that I do get um, pretty frequently is uh, maybe a person who's never saw, never read any of my uh, posts never looked into any of my research, never uh, listened to any of my podcasts, never sort of um, grasped what I've gone through um, since I was 11 years old, right? So well over a decade, right? We're almost going on um, two, right? We're almost going on two. So that being said, it's like it's been a hell of a journey, right? I I, I mean, I, I started... In 2012, okay, two years after I moved out west to San Diego, and within those two years, I, I mean, I was just bombarded left and right with all these signs, all these books, all these ideas, just this way of thinking that I never felt before or even experienced. And interestingly enough, I kind of felt that that was what was going to happen which is why I pursued the journey out to San Diego besides getting uh, legal cannabis and safe cannabis, right? Because here on the East Coast, 
it's sort of still bullshit. I mean, it's a lot of bullshit everywhere, but it's disgusting in Rhode Island specifically. Uh, the cost, uh, who, what they charge you. I mean, you have to pay doctors, you have to pay license fees, you have to pay states, um, and and now they're charging per per plant. Okay, per plant. If you would like to to grow your own medicine, um, let me just throw an I just just to let you know as a grower breeder um, for almost ten years, you can't like. If if you have four seeds, right? If you have four seeds, 50-50 chance that they're going to be male and female, okay? You can't use the male like medicine like we do. You can use it for other, you know, it does have medicine in it, obviously. The trichomes, the, the um, CBD, THC, it's there, but it's not utilized and it's not like the cannabis, um, the female plant, which is the sensimia, right? With sensimia means without seeds. It means the female plant that was unpollinated, and it swells up to a beautiful flower because that's what it is. And if you guys haven't sort of looked at some beautiful cannabis flowers, I would recommend it. It doesn't look like the grass trash that mostly gets projected. Um, even a lot of the growers that think they're doing good, uh, it, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting the the reality in which certain people live <laughs> anyways what i mean to say is um what i mean to say is it it's it's t pulling bringing myself up right picking myself up out of my where i grew up or where I was raised, where where I spend most of my time, and putting myself in a different, totally different reality uh, gave me the chance, or gave the universe, I am the universe, right? I am you. We are the universe. G gives us the chance to create a reality in which may alter our frequency and our path, life path, Right? So hang in there, right? Just just hold on. I know. I know. I almost got lost there. <laughs> so this 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 is it sort of relates to the Buddha story, right? How how supposedly the the Buddha left and then was exposed to uh whatever that helped uh him become enlightened or or you know. You can just look at the story. It's really cool. There's a bunch of documentaries on it and stuff. But my understanding is like when you take yourself, right, your physical self, not the highest self, right, which is in the men ment mentality realm, your physical self, you can call it the me if you want, or the ego, okay? And I'm gonna say it right there. I'm gonna say while I have it in my brain, there's no such thing as ego death. So if you're hearing this and you use that term, I suggest you rethink about what you're telling your own self. Um, because the ego resides in us and as us and it's not us but it is part of us so I like to think of the ego as the external face um, the RJ right that you see maybe right that you follow on Instagram by the way if you want to follow me on Instagram CBD healer 
CVD Healer, all one word. Um, yeah, just click the follow. Uh, I'll be posting. Uh, yeah, I post all sorts of stuff. It posts actually some research reports up there, and usually I will, uh, you know, I'll tell you to go to the website and and uh, and that's that's getting good too. But you know, when these incidents come uh, or flares, right, for someone with Crohn's, uh, it really fucks life up in 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 a way that is really hard to comprehend if you don't have an um, autoimmune disorder. And what I mean is by an autoimmune disorder is uh, you know, uh, your Crohn's, your colitis, your fibromyalgia, um, you know, there's, there's a couple more, but basically it's like your immune system isn't properly working. And, and again, it like, and now it's a per- perfect, we're jumping right back into exactly what I was going for. And it's like, when I post these issues, right, at my worst, there's a reason why, right, that I'm showing you or explaining what's going on at my worst. Because so much on the internet is an illusion as far as um, everyone at their best, that everyone thinks that when they're at their worst, they're not doing the right things or they're not feeling the right way or something and I'm not immune to this at all you know like when I was in the hospital I was thinking well obviously I create my own reality so here I am I gotta deal with it and I'm gonna experience it so I accepted it I tried to bring my frequency up right smile love um, realize that it's just part of the journey I don't know what yet um you know, I will be asking for follow-up signs, um, as I as I did while I was going through the experience. And you can do this as well when you're going through some sort of experience. If it is rough on you at that very moment, you can ask for help, right, from your highest self or other um, other spirit energies to help you. Uh, you can ask them for signs to maybe clarify uh, what is up, why you know why you're experiencing that sort of thing. But regardless, you're going through it because it's going to help you grow and it's going to help you change. And there is only change. Um, so call it stagnant energies. Call it, you know, a lot. Of, a lot of people reached out who I who I who know me and who. Uh, by the way, thank you. <laughs> Why don't we just say that? Thank you, and I love you all. Like I can't tell you how much. Like I can't tell you how much it makes me feel that people reach out it's funny because before the whole internet thing is like you realize you have your friends and everything and then and then once we grew up and then we have these cell phones and these this wonderful technology that connects us and it's like you wonder how lonely like like you really cherish the the bonds that you have with some people and then of course you really laugh at the non-bonds that you have with other people right um which makes makes things hilarious in itself because it's the yin and yang of the universe the duality of the universe that's what it is that's 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 all it is um so yeah i want to thank you all and i love you all seriously uh you rock my socks you rock my cannabis socks (laughs) which i have like 
eight of now or 10. My collection is getting up there. So if anybody has really cool cannabis socks and or they know where to get some really cool cannabis, let me know. Like, because I'm always looking out for really cool uh, cannabis socks. Why? Because it's an expression of myself and how proud I am to be an advocate for um you know for this spirit plant this spirit medicine plant and it's not just the only spirit medicine plant um or or should I say that's not the only spirit medicine plant that I sort of feel like I have the uh duty to to share my experiences with but ayahuasca would be another one um right which is which which has the DMT um that resides with within that um and remember, the DMT is actually produced in our minds and released within us. So that's a whole other podcast, though. <laughs> um, all right. So what I was getting at is when you go through changes, right, or or you sort of start to, and I and I have some friends who have done that too, and I'm I'm stoked to be by their side to this, right, because. You can only take it one step at a time. If somebody says they want to kick wheat, right, they can only take it that next day. Like they can only choose to not eat uh, a certain or, you know, or a non or a non-organic wheat. Again, I say wheat and it's like I hate saying that because I right, no, I hate. Don't use the word hate. Hate's not a good good word. But I just, what I mean is like I I'm I'm convinced, I'm highly convinced and I have the research behind it and if anybody else knows uh, anybody who's doing this type of research, please send them this link or email them or tell them to give them my email, rjmartin77 uh, at gmail.com. Reach out. Uh, basically, is is the it's the glyphosate, the glyphosate that is altering the plasmids within the gut bacteria the gut bacteria plasmids are pretty much being inundated with with the poison and it's really throwing things off and creating this autoimmune response that's it's triggering an immune attack right it's the body is attacking its own fucking cells because its own and when i say its own cells i mean nine out of ten being bacteria hello Again, there's another nine out of ten cells within your body, or is it gut or is it body? I'm pretty sure it's body. Regardless, nine out of ten, it's it's like absurd. It, we're more microbial content or microbes than human being. Um, but again, if if we have that in our mind that okay, we are a spiritual energy being inside of this physical vessel we are the universe the universe is us as above so below then you understand that concept which i'm sure you do right and if you don't go for it like google call young um just just go just go go after it the youtube is a wonderful wonderful platform okay um so what i mean is when when you start to change your diet day by day by day by day right it was, for me it was like 
I woke up. I per I purchased a book. It was called Breaking the Vicious Cycle by Elaine Goschel. So you probably heard me say this before. Changed my life. Um, it it was basically an introduction to essentially a grain free diet, okay, or an SCD diet, which is specific carbohydrate diet. Specific carbohydrate meaning smaller chained sugars okay sugars are pretty much circles connected in a long chain just think of a chain just think of a chain visualize a chain visualize a very small chain with like five links visualize a long chain with like 20 links visualize eating the small five link chain versus the large 20 link chain how do you think that's going to make you feel probably shitty and you probably die because you shouldn't eat a fucking chain don't listen to me it's not a great analogy but the analogy i was trying to get at was the circles and the chains uh, sugar is pretty much long chain um, carbohydrate that's what it is so specific carbohydrate means you pretty much solely try to stick to the lower uh I don't think it the lower glycemic level. I don't think that's the correct term, um, but that sort of is in the same realm as well. You know, like so your maple syrup, your uh, your honey. Honey is your your main go to. Honey is pretty much the only. Don't quote me, but I'm almost positive, uh, like eighty five percent sure. Whenever I'm like seventy five or more, I'm I usually like put that shit out there. <laughs> I'll pretty much put anything out there if you know me by now. But what I mean is, uh, the 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 honey is a monosaccharide sugar. If you've done any research into the sugars, then you sort of know your mono uh, saccharide, your disaccharide, your trisaccharide, and all that means is saccharide is just sugar. So single sugar, double sugar, triple sugar. Quadru I mean, it goes. It goes very long. And things like high fructose corn syrup, which, by the way, is banned in the United States. They just had till 2018, by the way, to get rid of it out of all of their lines in the manufacturing companies. And just to let you know, I still see loads of things uh, that have HFCS, uh, which is really disgusting i think that in msg is probably the biggest um though i probably the worst um when it comes to uh when it comes to consumption in that in that realm um or that aspect of toxins they're excitotoxins they're pretty bad anyways that's a whole other story but you know I kicked all the grains and that was like I mean that took two years it wasn't you know I didn't just wake up I mean I, I'll be honest I did that week like I pretty much just threw everything in a box and just chucked it um, or gave it away uh, yeah and then just went to the store and, and just bought like I think I started with organic grass-fed chicken broth for like a week and then it was like chicken soup and then it was like veggie, a little bit of veggie, cooked veggies here and there. But anyways, what I mean to tell you is it's been a hell of a journey. And if you follow me, then you'll sort of kind of grasp what's going on um, or what has been going on. And to be honest, 
you won't really be able to grasp it until um until the you know my book that I'm working on is is out um and that's the whole point is is it's not just I was diagnosed at 11 you know oh I'm fine 2010 he decided to change or 2012 he decided to change his diet and then here we go no like it's it's up and down and up and down and up and down and since 11 it it was really really dreadful um on my growth physically and mentally spiritually everything you know so I sort of lost the way I mean like most most kids lose their own way but it's just being sick and having Crohn's is different because it's like you know people especially the people now again they'll be like oh well go straight vegan and again this is what we're going to talk about in a second oh go straight vegan go go this or oh uh get this and it's like okay thank you for your insight um i appreciate it and i'm going to look into it but i can tell you right now um it's been a long journey it's been almost a decade that i've been really focusing on this and it's only been a few years since i decided to share it with everyone so you know people who's sort of tuning in semi-newer may not understand the complexities that uh go with all this and and go with Crohn's and I mean I still have people reaching out to me and telling me that you can quote unquote cure Crohn's and I'm not saying that diseases can't be cured right because it's just dis-ease it's just but there's something to this autoimmune disorder frequency uh the frequency of it the the results of it and just the way people are affected by it it's really it's it, i think it's more complex um than just switching my diet because for years i thought to myself well you starve out here's the scd background why 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 do you do specific carbohydrate um intake and basically, it's because those sugars, when they're broken down, they start getting broken down in the stomach. Then it goes into the small intestines, where pretty much it doesn't do much after that. Like, it needs to be broken down for the most part. The small intestines slowly absorbs and, and goes on, descends onto the colon, where it pretty much get, gets ready, right, uh, in, in form. Now when you have smaller chained sugars the long sugar again which is food anybody who ferments big shout out you know i'm a fermenter here because it's all about the gut microbes or all about the microbes when you ferment what is that the fuel that these microbes are eating it's a sugar and it's the sugar in the fruit it's a sugar in um whatever yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's just the sugar that's the fuel, right? So when you have long chain triglyceride or long chain um, saccharide sugars, they'll go through the gut and they'll still be long in the small intestines. And the real, real problem begins to arise when these long chain sugars are still intact and being used for fuel by the gut microbes in the lower colon. Now the lower colon has, you can call it the worst, you can call it the nastiest, call it the dirtiest, call it the roughest. 
those microbes reside symbiotically within our lower gut colon, okay? There's a different set that resides within our small intestines, right? And they do different jobs, okay? So when you have these long sugars, they're gonna go down to the gut, they feed the bad bacteria, the bad bacteria is going to reproduce. What does it do when it reproduces? Well, what do lacto-fermented uh, foods do when they ferment? They excrete um, gases, right? Different gases, carbon dioxide, I'm pretty sure other ones. Um, interestingly enough, if they are the not so good bacteria, whatever you want to label them, and they're eating really just not healthy because nobody can, <laughs> what? I got a tea today. <laughs> so I went, I went to get a really just simple uh, tea uh, and, and the guy brought, uh, he's like, oh, there's honey over there. And I was like, oh, perfect, right? Love it. And I saw like the, you know, usually people have the, the honey, the liquid cane sugar. Now they usually got like the, or whatever. And he's like, he walks over there because I brought, uh, I brought the pup in with me. And he was like, oh, here you go. And we have this too, uh, white death if you want it. <laughs> and he pops the, the, the white powdered sugar uh not powder but like the um the sugar onto the on the table i thought that was hilarious and and that actually honestly i i sort of took that as a um as a sign to do this podcast today and to talk about this sort of stuff because it gets to me and then i get it's not that i get frustrated but i i feel defeated like <laughs> i want to tell people how do you feel going through what you've done and, and seeing positive results as much as you have um, throughout the years. You know, having somebody tell you, well, why don't you do this? <laughs> well, oh, it's mucus in your gut. It's like, uh, you know that the gut lining is mucosa, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what resides in it. Like, I'm not, obviously, if there's a detrimental over... Uh, just overactive gut with with loads of uh loads of it in there obviously it's not gonna be good and um and i can tell you i've probably experienced that because if you've ever shit out white white stuff fuzz white i don't know it's been there i've seen i've seen it all as a crohn's so lots of love to anyone who has crohn's colitis you all know and you can relate It's, it's really unpredictable. And, and when I talk to other people with Crohn's, they have different side effects and different issues. They have different problems that I wouldn't have. Um, mine seems to be sort of located on the lower colon, on the perianal rectal area. Yes, lucky me. Ooh. Ass issues, literal pains in the ass. I've literally had a pain in my ass since I was 11 years old. Okay, maybe like 14 because... It was actually a few years after all this kind of went down 
that I experienced my first perianal abscess. Perianal abscess. Go ahead, Google it. I'll wait. Google it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, you can if you want, but a perianal, uh, or some people like perianal, but it's it's pretty much an abscess right exactly where it sounds, right? Right on your anus, okay? And if any of you experience hemorrhoids, if any of you experienced diarrhea before, then you've obviously experienced uncomfortable, uh, you know, stinging, burning, uh, bleeding. I mean, you name it. It like all of it. Um, so welcome to my life. So that and and that does seem, you know, it does get easier, right? That I do see a greater benefit coming out and going in and feeling with a majority plant-based diet. And I had this conversation with another person the other day. A plant-based diet is not a vegan diet. It's not a vegetarian diet. A plant-based diet means your base is plants. Your focus is plants. Okay? A grain isn't a plant. It's a fucking grass. Okay? It's a grass. Tell me something. When you see a cow, a beautiful, large cow, and you see its structure and how it how it lives and how and how it's created, it's got the long neck, right? Doesn't doesn't it doesn't it naturally, beautifully reside, facing down, on the pasture? Okay, it's a grazing animal. They graze naturally. That's what they do. So when we switched from grazing animals, this goes for pigs as well. Although, I'll be honest, not really a big fan of the pig stuff. Um, actually, that happened a while ago once I realized people say that pig is the, the closest to human tasting. Um, you know, I mean, like everyone else, I'm sort of a, sort of a sucker for, uh, for bacon, but I feel like who isn't, you know? Um, now I'm not again I'm not saying that there's nothing against it because uh you know it it really just depends on how you feel and at this point in time it's like I feel greater with more plants and barely any meat and barely any grains and my issue is getting that energy getting that life force getting that nutrients that those minerals right in these plants why why rj what do you mean plants are fucking loaded they're not they are not why are they not because they are depleted the soil is depleted the soil being depleted leaves the plants that are growing within the soil void of nutrients okay and i don't mean it's just going to be empty that's obviously physically and scientifically impossible but i just mean if we take plants food right from from a plant that's been growing in high quality organic living soil probiotic soil versus depleted by salt by synthetic fertilizers versus, right, versus them, 
you're going to see a different vitamin, mineral, nutrient content, okay? And some people will actually say that's bullshit, but good luck because it's all going to come out. It's like I don't have the facility to test this, right? I'm just saying that's the way it is. And it's just it's just obvious. It's not – I don't need – I don't even need a fucking lab for this. I, I can feel it. I can taste it. I can taste a conventionally grown disgusting uh, cucumber or zucchini or pepper um, versus one that's that's been grown without synthetic fertilizers. And that's one layer. The second layer is the pesticides and the chemicals. When you're putting pesticides and chemicals on the plant, you're killing all the beneficial microbes. Everything. You're, you're, vo you're literally stripping it from anything that was positive and just creating it dead. It's just a dead. So, you know, so when people say you're eating a dead animal, right? But if you're eating conventional fucking vegetables, you're eating just as worse, right? And some people, I guarantee you, I'm going to get a lot of pushback from that. And that's what I want. Um, and again, um, I mean, maybe I'll call myself an omnivore, I guess. Um, you know, I'm sort of excited for like the cricket revolution. Uh, and, um, yeah. And, and see, I, when I made the shift, I saw it in a broader spectrum of what the real problem for me, again, not everyone, because I have, you know, some friends who went vegan and they feel amazing. And that's fucking amazing. Like, are you kidding me? Of course it's amazing. Why wouldn't it be? Anything you could do to make you feel better is worth giving a shot. Okay? But if it's not making you feel better, then maybe you should rethink. And I did sort of vegan vegetarian for about a year. Um, and I felt good right good not great good but i was uh i was i felt very uh sort of lost a lot in 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 my mind i couldn't really uh get the get the sense to 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 focus um and i felt lethargic i felt very lethargic and remember i can't as someone with crohn's gut gut issues you know i can't um all right yeah we're back again my bad yeah we just get uh just get distracted it's like uh i like having a solo uh sort of studio situation going on and uh i sort of switched up my living situation and yeah so there's like you know in and out and noises and you know doors slamming whatever anyways um it just throw it just throws me off because I feel like there's like some person over in the corner like listening and gets like gets me nervous, yo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, kind of. All right, what were they saying? Oh, I can't believe it's already been that much. You guys are amazing. If you stuck it out for this long, I really didn't think it was gonna be this long. I thought it was just gonna be short. You heard me in the beginning, um, but uh, I guess what I mean is. To, to touch on is um, definitely I advocate for a plant-based diet. Definitely reduce your dairy intake if you are in dairy, but in reality, to me, it seems like uh, organic, pasture-raised dairy um, 
at a small rate just you know uh, you know in indian culture they they don't eat red meat right they don't eat the cow because they they drink the milk um which i think is interesting but uh i me i don't really do milk or, or any i mean i don't do much dairy uh occasional long fermented cheese <laughs> bella's up she's making all sorts of uh <laughs> um but yeah, okay, what I, what I was going to say, the whole nutrients thing. It's like if you have a thriving gut, which means you have thriving gut microbes, you can eat rice, right? You can eat organic wheat even, right? Because you can stomach it. So so being on a vegan, vegetarian diet, plant-based, is simple. Are you kidding me? I will eat a bowl of fucking pasta three times a week. I guarantee it. And literally, I haven't had pasta in years. Same thing with bread. It's like, I tell people, there's never, like, you don't wake up and you're like, eh, I just, like, used to eat it. I don't eat it no more. I don't like it. (laughs) At least when it comes to, like, bread and pasta. And I don't know if that's my ancestry or what, you know, because I'm part of Portuguese and a whole bunch of stuff, right? So that's Mediterranean, I think. I think if if I'm correct. Um, and I, I sort of am, am getting more and more in tune with maybe, maybe we are all one, but you know, we look different, right? We look different. Everyone looks different. And that goes, you know, it, it follows who, who popped us out, right? <laughs> who had the sex? I'm just going to say it. Who had the sex to pop us out? It's like, that's where the line goes. And when you follow the line back, you wonder, uh, especially as someone on a Western uh, diet, we have everything. We get everything. We can get everything from Africa, from fucking uh, Sweden, from Ireland. I mean, we get it all. We get, like, cheeses from Ireland. We get avocados from Mexico. We get oranges from the cape of you know of of south africa it's like we get it all and it's like where when does the body sort of be like what the hell is going on (laughs) because you know environment is a big thing and you are sort of shaped within your environment um vice versa you can shape your environment and you are also shaped by environment. What I mean that is you can go into a room, you can light up the room, you can make everyone laugh, right? Exactly. Or you can go into a room and the room can make you laugh. It can light up your life, uh, recharge you. So that being said, you know, I, I when I go through sort of these flares, and it's called a flare, and interestingly enough, when I was in the hospital, I had a nice nurse tell me, oh yeah, we've had a lot of Crohn's patients the last month or so. It's And she said, I've, I've been doing this for a little while, and it seems like specific diseases have specific flare times, and that is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> and that actually raises my eyebrows, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder if it has something to do with the environment, because again, the air is being poisoned geoengineering chemtrails look it up it's not a fucking joke it's not a lie you know your dad your uncle your fucking cousin is a fucking airplane rider you know he's not saying shit he's getting paid or there she's getting paid and everyone's keeping quiet or they're not getting told 
right? Or you're you're saying you're you're just you know you're just spraying something beneficial. Who knows? Who I don't know how deep it goes, but air is being poisoned, the water is being poisoned via fluoride and uh, um, um, obviously all the toxins in the ocean and all the fresh waters are being, the aquifers are being stripped and sort of ruined from the runoffs of the monocultured, ag, mono agriculture. Uh, and again, that's why I sort of also like a wholesome, uh, wholesome diet versus just like only vegan, like vegan plants. I like, again, if you are a vegan and you're thriving, do it, please like go for it. I like, I would, I'm telling you, I would love, and I, maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll get there one day, right? Maybe with time, with something, I don't know. But as of right now, it's like I can eat a quarter of a cup of rice and I will be in so much pain all fucking night. Like, and I will feel it like a rock moving through my intestines. Interestingly enough, it doesn't always happen. Some rice it doesn't happen with, some rice it does. Welcome to my life. Some pastas will hurt. Some pastas will make me sweat at, at night, right? Others, I'm fine. But where does it begin? Where does it end? How do you tackle that problem or that issue? I don't know. As of right now, basically, it's like trying to alter my gut microbes is the main course. And probiotics is one huge thing. And one new thing that I'm looking at is enzymes. Yes, that's right. Um, if, you, uh, if you want to learn about enzymes, her name is, uh, or uh, it's under the digestion doctor. Let me just give her a shout out because she's amazing. Uh, Dr. Christine uh, Kaz, 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 Kazmar. Yeah, I think I'm saying that right. Dr. Kazmar, if you ever hear this, lots of love to you. I've been following you for some time now. Um, and I do plan on seeing you at some point. Um, who knows? And maybe have you on the show. So <sighs> enzymes, <laughs> right? A lot of vegans know that. Enzymes are what? Are huge, right? Because the raw, especially the raw vegan, my like my raw vegan friends know. Because I was sort of raw. I was did like the raw vegan versus like just the regular vegan. Because I can't do again. It's like I can't do oh as long as there's no meat in it, and there's eight thousand chemicals and preservatives, I'm good to go. Like I can sleep at night. For me, it's not a conscious thing. For me, I worship um, the fact that these animals can be utilized to literally create paradise on earth and that's for another podcast my friends yes that's right i think we're at the end of this because yeah it's just too long <laughs> maybe not maybe you'll like it i hope you like it i hope you love it um so yeah but i'm gonna end on this and basically uh i'm gonna advocate for more plants for more love for more organic, um, don't eat pesticides and chemicals. They're killing our bees. They're killing our gut microbes. Glyphosate is altering our 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 internal um, uh, bacteria um, and and creating havoc. And 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 my theory is that if my immune system or gut microbe makeup, because 
check this out, we all have different makeups, but there's actually like four different types. Hold on. So what the gut microbe map is, it means literally we have, we're actually on a diverse scale. Uh, and as far as uh, what resides in us, we have a different different makeup. So, so you know, if if it's already altered, and I spent years you know, cutting back and and neutralizing all that all that terrible those terrible microbes that were growing within me through my childhood into into you know into into my teenage years, then uh, you know then may, maybe maybe you can't quite alter it, right? Maybe you actually need to um, induce a different type of microbe. That being said, anybody with a healthy immune system or has been amazing, or if you know anybody who thrives like that, you reach out to me because I'm working with some doctors about fecal matter transplants and I'll be looking for some clean shit. No, I'm just kidding. Well, not really, to be honest. Um, I know. I know. It's like it's like. Whoa, that. But that's not natural. But is it not natural? Like to me, that seems like one of the most innovative natural uh, sort of steps in the direction of gut microbe science that we're gonna make, um, and it's gonna be fucking amazing. It's really. It's really gonna be amazing. It's really gonna change things, and yeah. And I'm just. You know. I'm just. The thing is, if it's specific gut microbes that can't sort of digest the majority of like s certain grasses and things like that, um, if they're not there, then it's going to hinder. It's going to hinder digestion. What happens is it's going to break apart particles, hit the uh, villi, microvilli, which is the gut lining, and it's going to cause... Dr. Sebi, there you go, mucus, excessive mucus. But remember, mucus resides within the walls of the microvilli. That's just, it's mucosa. It's, it, need, it needs to be there. Mucus collects all the yuck. So he's fucking right when it comes to the over, uh, just inundated with, with mucus. Um, you know, but, but, to, but to implement in the right way is so, so, so important. And, and I guess that's where... That's where I, that's where I'm at, you know, and that, and, um, I've got a couple steps that I'm going to be switching up. So I'm excited for you to, to do the journey. Um, you know, um, I'm going to slowly see if I can see if I can digest some, some organic, uh, grains slowly, little by little. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really don't. But at this point, um, after the flare-up and the issue, um, the problem is feeling full and having that nutrients. And, and when I have a big, beautiful plate full of mostly plants, some fermented stuff, um, and some healthy fats with really not much protein, it, it just – it, it doesn't – feel like it, it it resides that well in me whereas before I was doing a very little bit of protein good amount of plants 
uh, no grains and uh, and probiotic food. So so it was like a little piece of fish, lots of veggies, sautéed veggies, whatever, or just a couple steamed, um, and a side of sauerkraut or kimchi or something probiotic. Always have something probiotic, even if it's like sauce with um, with yogurt. And again, I'm a big yogurt fan because it's like if if we if we truly respect the animal as it should, um, you know, I, I don't know. It doesn't doesn't seem out of this world that we would utilize um, what they have to offer. You know, it's like it's not it's not blood and pus that people a lot of people say. I mean, like because you see one picture on Instagram, it doesn't mean that you know that's it. it um, yeah, it's quite saddening sometimes, but that's okay. Um, stay positive and, um, you know, eat more plants. <laughs> that's it. I'm going to try. I always try to eat more. That's always my main goal. It's ne it's never like, oh, what do I do? It's like, just make sure you eat more plants and then just try to eat other shit that doesn't f mess with you. Like, that's the biggest thing. Other food that doesn't hurt. And if anybody who doesn't have Crohn's or you know colitis or digestive digestive issues doesn't really kind of doesn't really know um or can't really relate and that's fine maybe it's maybe it's allergies right maybe it's that that pesky uh those those you know the the post teen um acne right that i was getting for so long and you know what it was it was the sugar the sugar, I was, I mean, I was downing rock stars. I was downing um, Mountain Dews. Like, Mountain Dews was like, bam, one Mountain Dew a day? Forget it. Um, yeah, like, things like that. Uh, maybe that's what you want to look into. Maybe it's weight, right? Maybe it's just, you just want to, you just don't feel right. Maybe that's it. Um, I don't know. Whatever it is, and whatever route you go on, uh, whether it's plant-based, whether it's SCD, whether it's ketosis, shout out to my ketosis, or my paleo homies. Yes, that's right. Lots of paleo homies because I'm essentially sort of paleo in a sense because they ax the grains. And again, it's like as a human looking at a grain, seeing it, what we got to do, I mean, gross is a grass. And then after the grass, we have to like, take all the seeds out and we have to like grind it down and process it down to this like powder and then we bring it back up and then we create whatever the hell we're gonna eat out of it and it's like that's such a long process and i think about all the energy it takes to do that whereas like you grow an apple tree or cucumbers or <laughs> and that's it it grows and you got it right um and it's and it, it same thing with mushrooms mushrooms same thing it's just but they're delicious, so maybe it's because they're high. They're pretty much complex carbohydrates and all sugar. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, either way, either way, either way. Um. So yeah. So what I say, ketosis, uh, or keto diet, paleo diet, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. Which I'm sort of like floating around like in this triangle of like pescatarian and vegetarian and and uh and paleo right make like a triangle with me i'm like drawing it right now and then pop a center in there uh plant-based like big big letters 
Wait, don't take that. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to post that. Don't steal that from me. Um So yeah, you know, it's like um It's tough sometimes when when you feel defeated and yet you know that it's all it's all going to work out and you just got to stay positive. And uh for me the next steps are going to be getting rid of sort of just the organic chips, the organic crackers, the organic hummus, the organic chocolate, right, with the trace amounts of sugar in it. Because I, you know, I solely try to stick to honey and maple. So when you do cane, you just want to make sure it's at a minimal. Or at least I do. Um, but... I don't know. I can't believe how how you know why? Because it's been so long since since we've chatted here. Um it's been so long and I missed you. Seriously though. Um go Google uh the American Gut um program if you'd like and Michael uh Pollan. Michael Pollan. Great information. Just a plethora of craziness. Um, yeah, I guess that. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. Yeah, because yeah, Mike Michael Poland. He, he again. He focuses on the gut microbes, and he's the one who did. The Omnivore's Dilemma, and uh, that was actually a pretty awesome uh, book as well. But I gave that to somebody, so I, I need to like re reread it. Um, you know, uh, the Botany of Desire. He also wrote too. That's my next one. I gotta get. But that's it. That's all. That's it, folks. I hope you had an amazing holiday, um, Christmas. I hope it was great. Um, as I said, I was in the hospital. Um, so Merry Christmas and enjoy having that freedom and enjoy just having like this problem or that problem or this problem because there's always someone who's got sort of a, a crazier, a crazy issue, and it's not a competition. And uh, I think we should all be humble with each other and uh, realize that we're all coming from different aspects, and we're all different ages too, right? Which means somebody who's 22 has a different has hasn't had the years, right? The the, the exposure or whatever. I, and I know age is sort of just just a number, but you need those years to to really study and project and. If you really focus yourself, um, technically you can grow about 10 to 20, sometimes even 30 um, spiritual years um, in a year, in a physical uh, realm year. And, and, and we'll talk about that on the next show because I think we should do a little spirituality next show because we, we, we dabbled into the, to the stomach aspect of... Um, of the diets and the gut microbes and uh yeah 
yeah, there you go. And I, this is it. And I just, and I wanted to, I wanted to come and say hi and 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 just say I would be back at it and uh, had some issues. Um, but uh, just you know, just having faith and visualizing health and wellness and staying positive. And that's it. Thank you for listening to this episode of God Instincts Podcast. You rock my socks. My cannabis socks. Um By the way, I got to I got to I got to slow down. I got to take a break from the smoking uh, of the cannabis, so I'm going to be I'm going to be making the tinctures and uh and and all that. I need that um because of the throat issue and uh, I guess that's it I don't know why I'm dragging this on (laughs) peace and love see you next time